This is CliffCentral.com. The Football Show. It's a philosophy on CliffCentral.com. Yes, 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 it's Wednesday and it's the football show. A show about football, Russian ultras, Euro 2016, violence at the Euros, physical education teachers like Musin Etugral, BPL fixtures, Dr. Fuentes, Septic Bladder, Gentleman Ultra, Rosilla Marai, and the Orlando Attacks. What did you do, fam? What up, oh, the emoji? What's happening, man? What's happening? We've got a packed show. Lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. Euro 2016 is causing... Havoc. Havoc. Yes, 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 mm. yes. Uh, we've got a show for you here today, guys. We're going to be joined by Gentleman Ultra. If you don't follow Gentleman Ultra, you need to do that. He is like the coolest, swaggerific, most oh. fleekiest man on Twitter who tweets about Italian football and writes about Italian football and other related subjects. As well as Rosella Marai, she's got a blog about heels and football. Culture and heels. Culture and Heels, yeah. Culture and Heels, and uh, she's also super fire, super fire. We've had her on the show before. So you can follow Gentleman Ultra at Gentleman underscore Ultra or at Rosella Marai, Rosella, R-O-S-S-E-L-L-A underscore Marai, M-A-R-R-A-I. Here is our show. Here goes the intro, the fire intro. Here we go. We are told. That he spends his free time reading chapter upon chapter of Gilles Deleuze and Felix Guattari's Capitalism and Schizophrenia, where he has learned the true meaning of the term stratified desiring machine in chapter one of the Anti-Oedipus. And that in order to finesse his legal knowledge and write an all-encompassing magnum opus of legal philosophy for his beloved mother Africa, he recites passages of Grotius's Inlading, which is the law of obligations for those who don't know. All we know is that he is the exemplary immigrant, the noble Nigerian, the only man who's quoted as a non-celebrity on Twitter, the custodian of the authentic African twang, the God, Durag Jesus. Durag Jesus. Ah. Durag Jesus. Oh, what a, what a guy. Nigerian Ninja the vocal Turtle. Nigerian Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Durag Jesus won't be able to join us today, but uh, wherever you He's are, He's out fam, there with Master Splinter somewhere. Master Splinter meditating, meditating, yeah. meditation. Right, so. Many times we hear of people who found purpose in life, a true calling. Most of these times we are disappointed when we finally meet our heroes in person. But we have been spared this embarrassment and indignation of such an abomination in this instance. Yes, yes. For this yeah, man is yeah, a true yeah, stripper yeah, whisperer. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first man to write a how-to yeah, guide yeah. on navigating the world's top thousand strip clubs 2,000 meters above sea level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no air up there. There is no air up yeah. there. Yeah. The philanthropic stripper whisperer. The feminist, meminist. Yes. Meninist. The God... Mr. Comrade Yes, Christian, yes, know? thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Guy is, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Mr. Theo. An erudite master of the strip club scene Look, across the planet. I've had a pilgrimage across the world where I needed to look at certain strip, strip clubs that are scrappers that are above 2,000 meters. King level. of Diamonds. Yes, yes, yes. Miami also, Gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Go. You seem to have a bit of an idea. I've, I just. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> For this man, the world exists only insofar as it is an object and vessel of patronage. Mm. 
To be this man is to constantly marvel in bewilderment at the audacity of mediocrity. That's what I say every day. Some have labeled him a flirtatious dogmatist, while others have called him an amateur Etonian. All we know is that he is the godfather of black privilege. The man with the collection of Brooks and Brothers evening garments that span the entire color spectrum. Mm. The God, Theo Mojo. Theo, I'm back. Theo, Theo, Theo. You know, I've just recently realized that it's, uh, if you don't have Baccarat Crystal anything, you pretty much aren't doing anything. No, you don't, eh? You can't. Yeah, you can't. You need Baccarat in your life. Bro. How are you doing? How are you feeling after the accident? Yeah, are you, are you yeah, back to 100% better, now? No, you back to 100%? No, I'm not, but um, I'm glad to be here. You guys are making me feel better. Oh, Thank fire mixtape, fire mixtape. Yeah. Anyway, fans can tweet us using the hashtag TheFootballShow or tweet us at FootballShowCC. That's our handle, at FootballShowCC, football spelt with a P-H. Or you can call us on 0861-555-189 or alternatively like our Facebook page, The Football Show. Emphasis on football with a PH. Exclamation, exclamation. Alternatively, you can chat to us using the Cliff Central ID on WeChat, which is Cliff Central. And as usual, we have a Periscope account, which exists ironically because we never broadcast on it. You can follow us there as well. We'll follow with a PH. Right, so, right, so, ground rules, ground rules. Oof. Let's tone it down a bit. Uh, and I mean, it's sad that for the past two episodes, we've had to start the show on a somber note. And um, this week is no exception. And uh, our hearts go out to the families of the victims of the Orlando attacks, where 49 people died and scores more were injured by a gunman who seemed to be intent on shooting people who want to enjoy themselves. Yeah, shout out to all those people out there. Yeah, man. Keep strong, Orlando. Keep, keep together and, uh, you know, may... Love rain, I guess. Yeah, man. I mean, people are. <sighs> we're living in the end of times, I think. Yeah, no, this. I find and it very disturbing. Just, but uh, what, what do you do? You know, what do you do? Yeah, but uh, keep strong and uh, we're here supporting you. Yeah, definitely. Right, let's kick off the show. What? Top of the dome. Yeah. You want to you wanna flow? No, you want to drop some bars? You want to drop some bars? You want to. Dropping yeah, in the middle of. It, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Sitting here at 12 o'clock on a midday. Yeah. <laughs> sitting. <laughs> Reading, reading, eating not Nigerian food. <laughs> Those uh, are some Etonian bars. That's exactly what I was from Theo Mojo. I've learned it from Skepta and uh, Skepta in the streets. You know? Skepta. Shout out North. Right, let's start off with uh, Copa America Centenario. So much happening in the world of yeah, football. Man. There's, football. There's, there's for, a lot of football for our off season. Off season, right? yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Uh, bizarre. Anyway, the final matches of the group stages of the Copa America Centenario came to a close on Tuesday. And uh, results, Chile 4, Panama 2. It was a given, right? Look, it didn't look like it for a very long time. I mean, they actually went down initially. It was uh, 1-0 to to Panama initially. And Alexis Sanchez and and Vargas. And they came from behind. Former former QPR player. Yeah, former QPR player. Yeah. But Where I does think, he play now? I think he's in, in he's at Syria, I think I'm not mistaken. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Ah, okay. But you think this is uh the this telling of, of the of the of the competition, you know. I think uh, from what I've seen in Copa America, I think there's a number of teams who are just far too inferior, inferior. and far too Haiti, yeah. number one. Fair enough, man. <laughs> they had an, a devastating earthquake three years ago. Yeah, three yeah. years ago. Four, four Fair enough ago, to get yeah. beaten by I mean, but Panama and I think and also you just realize Panama always beat their opponents when they played home because they're like three thousand meters above sea level. So yeah. 
Yeah, but it's, I mean, Chile winning there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the great Messi, supposedly. Uh, shut up about him. He came off the bench to score a hat-trick, a hat-trick last, week, last week, which, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, kudos to him. And he's changed, eh? He's changed from a guy who could have your daughter home by 10 <laughs> to the guy who <laughs> who will say, yeah, fam, you'll see your daughter next week because of the He's bench. getting a bit naughty. He's Messi, got swag right? now. He's got he's a bit got of a swag. Bit of, uh, I, I must say he's got a bit of a swag A petulant now. streak in him. Yes, he's got a bit of swag now with the... With the beard. Anyway, Argentina 3, Bolivia nil. Goals from Lavezzi, Lamela, and Cuesta meant that Argentina qualified for the quarters with 100% record and they topped their group with uh, is Chile. This it? Is this finally Argentina's chance to win a major trophy? Well, I mean, look, they they come out of like the, the groups and they go into the quarterfinals. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. yeah, which is bizarre, which in itself is a bizarre take. I mean, who, how did they design this tournament? It's, it's a weird little tournament. And, I, I uh, looked at that. I was like, surely there's a round of 16. There's more. There's no, a lot of countries. No, no, there's no round You're of telling 16. me they couldn't have put more. Anyways. No, no. This is a country. No, no. Anyways. No. Anyway, so Argentina will actually face Venezuela in the oh. quarterfinals. Wow, hard. And then hard, uh, sticking with some Copa America news, Brazil are out of the tournament and have severed ties again with the inimitably wow. boring Coach Dunga. So, probably one of the worst coaches in Brazilian <laughs> history. <laughs> But you know, I, I always remember Dunga for you know from the '94 World Cup when the commentators, whenever Brazil were playing, the commentators would constantly, consistently refer to him as Captain Dunga, <laughs> Captain Dunga, Captain. Like that was his the first man name. was for the longest time for me. I thought that was his first name, Captain, Captain Dunga. Dunga. Yeah, because Mr. Captain Dunga, Mr. Captain Dunga, <laughs> Captain Dunga. But I mean, I think Durag Jesus has touched on this before, talking about how Dunga is a product of Brazil's shame from in the 1982 World Cup. Where after their style of, you know, the, 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 the samba style, the flair had yeah. been dismantled by the Germans and, you know, they felt embarrassed and they decided to go for a more pragmatic and more solid style. And you can see that in Dunga, even when the, in, in him as a player, he was a defensive minded midfielder. Yeah. And I, as you say, I, I completely agree with you. I know I looked at a number thing, you know, Brazil started with not a single yeah. defensive midfielder in their last game, really? not one. Not one, no defensive cover. Yeah. And I think he was trying to go back to that sort of like, you know, let's go out and get it. But the way they were, they exited. I don't know if you saw the goal. I didn't, I didn't see the goal. Yeah. Handball. Oh, shame. Went into the back of the net. They lost one nil. Yeah. And it's a cruel way to go, but it's indicative of the reign of Captain Dunga. Captain Dunga. <laughs> Captain Dunga. And I'm supposedly, I think, I think it's the, the, what's this, the club in Sao Paulo, their coach is probably going to be the new captain or, Alternatively, go back to tried and tested Luis, Luis Felipe Scolari. Scolari. Yeah, they, they so we'll that. see what happens. But it looks like it's this, it's. I think the Sao Paulo manager is going to be taking over. Yeah, look, we've got a message on our WeChat from Sonia. She says, "Theo, what happened to you though in terms of the accident? You want to tell the people? No, the people want to know." No thanks. No thanks. But anyways, thanks very much for the concern. Appreciate it wasn't it. a xenophobia attack, Duncan. No. You asshole. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Duncan is so unnecessary. We have another, a few WeChat messages again. We've got a, who knows by now that Jollof Rice from Nigeria is the fire rice. Uh, it says, it's been a while since I've listened to the show live. This feels like my homecoming. The show is still fire hey. flame. Hey! Of course it is. It's uh, the only place to, to know, let loose, brother. To, to, to lose your mind. And Sonia football, says, man. but guys, Brazil are lacking quality players right now, though. Really? They're lacking quality really? players. Really? Come on, Because Sonia. Neymar's out. Grinding with Serena Williams. And, Did you see him? And Michelle Dude, from Neymar Destiny's has had, Child, right? Neymar has had orgies 
upon OGs in the last, the in the last three weeks. iniquity that was going on. He was on with that. Justin Bieber. He was with Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. He was with Steph Curry. Oh, he was with LeBron James. He was God, with... Man. What is he not doing, this the kid, man? He is living his best life. Yeah, anyway, and also he's decided not to play by the Olympics. So he's getting America. pissed every single I th- day. I thought he's going to the Olympics, isn't he? I thought he was. I thought no, he, he said no out. to Copa America. Oh, but to yes, go to the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, because right. he wants okay, to get a, enough, to get a medal. And he released, I mean, Jordan Nikes. Yeah, Jordan Nikes. Like, I mean, Neymar, I mean, it's the first football Jordan collaboration. God, yeah. yeah. Not even Cristiano the Great has got that. Has got yeah. that. So Neymar, Neymar. This is Neymar. he's the new big face of Nike. Neymar, you bastard. Hmm. Um, so let us move on swiftly. Um, quarterfinal matchups are as follows: USA versus Ecuador, Peru Ooh, versus uh, Peru versus Colombia, mm-hmm. um, Argentina versus Venezuela. Oh, Chile, Mexico. Chile, Mexico. That's a That's given, a though. Big game. No, but Chile, Mexico is a I given. I think Mexico will take this. No, nah, I don't believe so. They've got the home crowd advantage. They're basically playing at home in the US. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> wow. Sorry, okay, okay that Donald terrible, Trump. But okay, like, Donald Trump. <laughs> it's the truth, though. There's a lot of people of Mexican heritage who are wow. from the states. Theo just pulled out his inner Donald Trump there. No, no, not at all. I love all people from Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You want to keep saying that? No, again? no. I'm just, okay. I'm just right, gonna keep right, quiet right. now. So anyway, those are the the quarterfinal matchups. Uh, we'll hopefully let's move on to the Euros. Euro 2016. Euro do we what? need theme music for this? I what think we do, what man. is going on at Euro 2016? We just need like explosions. You know what? We need Jesus for Michael Euro 2016. Michael Bay, Transformers. Type. We need Euro. We need Jesus for Euro 2016. <sighs> I mean, what a tournament! And for the right and wrong reasons, I think we should. You know, we we need to. Have you seen what this Russian <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> scummy rat? Critters have been let's, doing. let's have some ultra light beams for Euro 2016. Man. This deserves to be. Let's have some ultra light beams for Euro 2016. Do you know when I think Dimitri Payet saw that yeah. goal and the ball sat up for him? Yeah, he hit it with his left foot <laughs> and that thing stayed hit. It stayed hit. <laughs> he went out there and the whole of France was in, erupting in joy. And I don't think I've ever seen in a player. Orgasmic the jubilation. Man is crying. Scenes of jubilation. That is going to be one of those. As Dimitri Paez goes. Pa- oh. What a girl, what a girl. And it's a great, I mean. Very nice. In fact, the French national football team is more transformed than the Springboks, which is. The French <laughs> national football team is more transformed than the Springboks. Pearls, pearls from Theo Mojo. Yeah. Pearls of wisdom from Theo Mojo. Anyway, let's, uh, go to the, to the games themselves, actually. France 2, Romania 1. Giroud and Bayer with goals as France get off to a shaky start. Was it nervy, though? I mean, I've seen people saying it's nervy. I, I don't believe so. I, th- I thought it was nervy for a bit. I thought Pogba had a very, very not a quiet game by his lofty standards. And I think also the media. He's a poster boy for this, cha- for this yeah. tournament, right? All right. Uh, we ha- are joined online by Rosella. Marai. Rosella, how are you? How's it? Hey, Finally. how are you doing? Finally. Hey, guys. <laughs> Finally, we get you on the show. I know it's been forever. She's how is Italy? Amazing, absolutely amazing. Oh, nice. And uh, how's the cup final? Incredible. It's a pity Milan didn't win, but you know, um, the hubby was happy because he's a Juventino. So, oh, jeez, a Juventino. Nice. Okay, so we're talking Euro 2016 here, and uh, we just spoke about France's two-one win over the the Romanians. What did you think about the game, fam? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the Romanians, Romanians put up quite a good defensive display, and they they kind of pushed France to the but to the edge, and then obviously Dimitri Payet came in, and uh, he was um, such a great asset for them in that game, and he really, really put his name out for the tournament. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so what's his name? Didier Deschamps 
hauls off uh, Paul Pogba, oh, and God. he pulls off Antoine Griezmann. I nearly, I nearly, I nearly <laughs> actually cried inside. The talisman of the team. I mean, and you're thinking, does he have gonads of steel to do know. that? What kind of balls does this guy have <laughs> to take out who are ostensibly the, the team's strong points? Did, did these guys have that bad a game each? I mean, what do you think? I don't think so. Look, I think um, Griezmann is—he's—he's he's actually played over five thousand minutes of football um, this season. Okay. And I think you know it's probably starting to take a toll on his form, and Deschamps probably could see that and and decided let's take him off, rest him a little bit. Yeah. Pogba equally has played only twelve minutes short of five thousand minutes, Jeez. so he's also had a very long campaign. Yeah. And I thought I think maybe taking them off, he decided obviously to have Griezmann off allows um, Payet to have more freedom because yeah. they both tuck in and cut in quite easily. Yeah. And they, they, to, to have both of them on the field doesn't work a lot. Yeah. So obviously um, having Payet there, having a free roll, it actually proved. Yeah, proved a point yeah, after that. Yeah, so, and then bringing on Common um, obviously came on. I think with Common, you have to have Martial on the other side. Yeah. You can't balance, just have yeah. one and not the other. Yeah. Oh, are you still there? I, I don't know if she's still there. So, yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay, let's talk about something that might actually interest you so much. Italy 2, um, Belgium 0. Jeez. What yeah. a display. Is this, is this the upset of the tournament? <laughs> Look, I mean, as an Italy fan and someone who watches Italy and has watched Conte for so long, yeah. I, I really didn't, you know, I didn't see them losing. I could never picture them losing and... I, a lot of people say they're surprised that um, Conte played with a three-five-two kind of system yeah. with the wing backs. But yeah. if anyone has watched Conte's game, you know that he's at Juventus. He always played with the back three and with Lichtsteiner yeah. or whoever, whoever's on the on the left hand side, yeah. and it worked for him. And yeah. he's obviously trying to implement implement that with um, in Italy uh, with the Italy squad. Yeah. And he's a very tactical coach. He will he will bore you with you know he'll rather play boring games and yeah. win it. Than play a pretty game. Yeah, and he will. He, as you could see, the tactical battle against Belgium was second to none. Like yeah. they were impeccable. Yeah, and um, obviously Belgium, we expect a lot more. They've got so much talent, and I was very disappointed in what they put out. But they're just not playing as a unit, and we, they kind of need a coach that can do that for them. Yeah, well, I mean, to say that it was boring is also like a bit of an understatement. Well, no, no, not an understatement, but it's it's, it's disingenuous because it doesn't really tell us how great they were actually going exactly, forward yeah. as well. It wasn't yeah. boring at all. I mean, I was looking and I was thinking, wow, this is Italy. They are playing so well. I was, I was so, I mean, I've seen with Conte's 3-5-2, which is brilliant how it, how it works. Yeah. And Candreva for me was, was brilliant. I thought, I thought, uh, Florenzi would have started, but, uh, saw Candreva starting. He had an incredible game. Mm. Damian Holdorf for, I think, Deshaglio at, uh, in the 72nd minute or something. But, you know, I was, I was, I was, it wasn't boring as such, but it was a tac- tactical brilliance by Conte himself, as you said. Mm. But do you think that against a stronger, more, I don't know, more composed Belgian side, that midfield, that Italian midfield would, uh, you know, find a lot of struggle, you know, with having Parolo and, uh, De Rossi there? Or how would you structure the team? Absolutely. I think, um, obviously, our midfield isn't, a, isn't as strong. De Rossi sits there above the, above the uh, defense, and he can act as a sweeper role. He can even slot into central defense when need be. And we saw him do that when Chiellini often ran up the field. Yeah. Um, but th- th- as you say, the, from the wing, Candreva on the wing was brilliant. But you saw Giaccherini, despite his goal, 
he often lost possession. Parolo yeah. often lost possession. Like they were losing a lot of balls, and that is obviously something that you know they've got to improve on. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, against a stronger team, ideally you want someone who can can break up their play and, and be more composed. And Terassi and Thiago Mata are those two kind of players, but mm. they cannot play against each other. Yeah. I mean, against uh, with, with each, each other. other sorry. Yeah. And um, so the Conte obviously has to sacrifice. And he's got to decide what's go- what he's going to do. And I think De Rossi is obviously the best man for the job right now. Um, I would never have chosen Parolo in the first place. Yeah. Um, I probably would have brought in Bonaventura, despite the Milan fan in me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's a great player and he works his socks off. He will run at everything yeah. that he can. Okay. Um, and Jacqueline is always a controversial figure um, among the. I was going to ask you, why does Conte love Jacqueline? We've seen him at Juve. He loved playing him at Juve until Conte left and the um, uh, Paulo Di Canio brought him to Sunderland. And then he's gone back now. I think he's at Torino, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or Bologna. Uh, Bologna. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it about Jack Jacqueline? Is he is he is he like the James Milner of of Italy? <laughs> <laughs> is he the James Milner of Italy? You know, he's oh, he's a frust- he's frustrating at times, a lot of the times. Um, he's a kind of player, the reason w- what appeals to Conte so much is the fact that he's a workhorse. Yeah. And Conte, as I said, Conte wants those players that will fight for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's the kind of player that will do. He won't stop Jacqueline, even though he's not the perfect player. He plays his heart out and he runs. And I think he probably ran the second most under Parolo in that game for Italy. Um, so, he, so he's just, he's that kind of player that will keep on running for, and will give everything you can get. He's kind of the Gattuso with less skill. <laughs> <laughs> much, Far a poor man's Gattuso. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move to England and Russia. And um, oh, there's so many other ancillary God. issues around that game in any case. But uh, let's start off with the game itself, which didn't live up to much as a spectacle. But do you see any, any change in England this season? Do you, or rather this tournament? And uh, what do you think their chances are in terms of the tournament? You know, every time England always comes into a tournament, a lot of the fans, well, particularly the English fans, are like, yeah, England are going to win. And yeah. everyone's like, no. Um, <laughs> I was like, no. No, chill. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really, I think there's quite a lot of good players in this English squad. I, I actually enjoy it more to previous, previous years. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, obviously Harry Kane's is a very exciting player to watch. And, um, As a corner kick taker, yes. Yeah, he loves to corners. <laughs> great in and, the air, but great at corners as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, it's obviously, I think there's still a lot of work to be done in that team. I can never see England winning a tournament as if you, if, if you look at the, the other talent that's around. I mean, Germany, Spain, you know, they, I, I just don't think they can ever compete um, with them. Yeah. But I, I definitely think they'll probably go around about to the, knock, the quarterfinals. Okay. That, that is a bold claim. Are you, mm, what are you going to put on that? Put, put something on it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. Okay, and then we have Spain one 0 against the Czech Republic. Very late peak a goal, like condemned the condemned the yeah. Czechs to a to a defeat. But Spain didn't look very convincing at all. No, they didn't. Which was obviously, I mean, they, they had lost um, to Georgia just before, yeah. so yeah. that might have played a little bit of an impact on it on the, on them. Um, also, if you, I remember in the the last Euros, yeah. um, they actually drew to Italy in their first, in their league, first game league game as yeah. well. And so, obviously, they they kind of play slow starters to a tournament, um, which is which is not something that's new for Europe, you know, for Europeans in particular. Yeah. Um, the, obviously, you know, they dominated that game. The Czech Republic's their defensive display, check and goal was incredible. Incredible, yeah, immense. Yeah. Jeez. 
Absolutely incredible. So I just, I think maybe, you know, against a team where they will be more free flowing. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Czechs, they packed that midfield and they kind of had an anti-Spain display. <laughs> anti-Spain <laughs> display, yeah. So if someone, if they play a more open team, like if they, if, I'm sure if they had to play Germany, it would be a lot, we would see a lot better Spain on board. No, definitely. And then, so we, we forgot to mention this, but there's the issue of, you know, the attacks and, and, and the fights that have happened outside of the football itself at the tournament with Russian fans and Russian ultras um, clashing with England fans in Lille. Was it, was it Lille? It was in Lille Marseille. Marseille. Yeah. Yeah. Marseille. Lille is today. It's today and there's going to be more. And here that they've already arrested about 65 Russians and they yeah. went with gum guards. <laughs> they took gum guards to go to go smash England fans in the face. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what is your opinion? You know, you've watched a lot of Italian football. You know the violence that comes with Italian football, which is, you know, not great. But at a tournament like this, you've got Europe's best football players and it's a family tournament. People getting smashed in the face. With- Absolutely. It's actually, it's a complete disgrace. As you say, it's a family tournament. I mean, and not like the French have got enough to worry about with ISIS coming along. Yeah. And, you know, they they stressed and overworked as it is trying to protect the country and the nation. Now they've got thousands of fans streaming into the country they're already on high alert so i just it's just so unnecessary from the sets of fans to do this at the end of the day football's meant to unite people not separate people. yeah and do and, you think they should be banned yeah. russia disqualified um, i think if it happens again if we see another incident like this then absolutely cut them out and you know let them the fans have to pay the consequences and unfortunately the team but if you know if they if a real the real captain should have come out and said approached the fans and spoke to them and addressed them. But we haven't actually seen anything mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. So you know it's very it's a really really disappointing. You don't want to see a tournament marred with violence, especially when it happened two days into the tournament. Yeah, and finally let's uh, talk about Iceland one and Portugal one. You know, <laughs> Nani <laughs> scores, Ronaldo underwhelms. But I mean, is this is this what happens when we get Cristiano Ronaldo in big tournaments and big games now? Is this, we just know it's inevitable. He's this going guy to, is injured, guys. He is. He, he is. is injured mm. once again at another at big tournament, tournament, but he will he will not not play. The last major tournament he had a good time was 2004 yeah. in Portugal. And when he cried. Yeah. When he cried, yeah, in the final. What do, what do you think, Rosie? You know, it's just, um, you know, Ronaldo, unfortunately with him, he, he comes from a team where, at Real Madrid, where he's packed with stars and stars that play for him. Yeah. And Portugal, even though, you know, they're meant to be a team, I, I feel like there's a lot of individualism in there and they, they, there's certain clicks in that team. And obviously, you know, Ronaldo kind of, he has to, I feel like he's over, he's trying to overcompensate because there's not enough talent and people feeding him around him. Yeah. And he's just, eventually, he actually just lands up being isolated. And as you say, he was terrible last night. He was very underwhelmed. He had the first Shocking. touch of a high school bus driver. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, of, a Russian, of a Russian ultra. <laughs> <laughs> the first touch of a oh, Russian it's fun. Anyway, um, uh, Rosie, thank you so much for joining us on the show. We really appreciate you, you taking time out of your man. busy schedule and, you know, sharing some pearls of wisdom with us. Do, do, like, just, just as, a, as an aside, do, do you spend at least two hours a day reading books by Pep Guardiola on tactics and... <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I've never read a book of his. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man, we're just always enthralled by your knowledge of the game and we really appreciate you taking time out to speak to us. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for, for everything. Good luck to Italy. Let's hope they can uh, make it out the group stages. Actually, so who do you think is going to win the tournament? Um, Giacarini, the winner in the final. Yo, Giacarini. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to go to Germany. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really don't want it to. Oh, shame. <laughs> 
Oh, well, anyway, thank you, Rosie. Thanks thank you so much. Thanks, Cheers. guys. Right. Have a good one. Cheers. You too. Right. Ooh, those Russian ultras, eh? Those Russian ultras, eh? Jesus those Russian Christ. Ultras. Speaking of the Russian ultras, so we have, we spoke to Gentleman Ultra. Um, Mr. Guys, Calcio himself. Mr. Calcio himself. We spoke to Richard Hall. Uh, of Gentleman Ultra And he writes for BN Sports ESPN And all those kind of guys and, uh, he's, a, he's a god He's a big guy um, And we spoke to him And spoke about the Euros as well There's some questions we asked him We asked him quite a few things About around um, What do you call this? About, around the violence Around, around the, the violence, tournament itself Around the tournament itself And uh, he's, he shared some, some pearls of wisdom with us That we're going to share with you just now But before that Let's talk about Germany 2 Ukraine 0 Oh Bastian Schweinsteiger. Bastian. Well, rolling back the years. Coming back, looking <laughs> like a young Bastian, 19 years old. Yeah. You know, went in there. It was, I mean, a massive counterattack. Ozil with the assist and it was an incredible finish. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Germany were, mm. were easy. I, I love Boateng, by the way. Boateng had a game and a half. He had a stormer. That, that, that clearance off the line. Even that clearance off the line. Mm. Even the, he was getting balls in. You know, that, that typical get, ball balls. playing center, center back. back. Breaking the lines and and you know I was, was I was reading I was reading the Daily Mirror the other day and mm. they had the audacity, the audacity to call him a flop. Don't even bother an, with an English anything Premier that League says flop. Daily and has media outlets in the UK. <laughs> Daily is a, is a complete is it's, trash hole. It's trash. It's a big flapping they trash They call hole. this guy a a flop. I I, I can't. But anyway, all they ever watch is Man City. So when he played at Man City, he was judged on when he was what twenty. And look, he wasn't 22? even that bad. He wasn't bad, bad at all. And all they wanted was uh, anyway. I'm, I've I've had enough of English media for 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 the for the rest of my life. Yeah, I know those guys can actually go hang. Um, we we are going to be joined by gentlemen ultra shortly. But um, before I, we do I, that, what what did you think of the Wales game? And was the Wales taking the two one lead, three points. Gareth Bale and I mean Aaron Ramsey. With his, uh, you know, Bond villain haircut. <laughs> that is an ugly haircut. It's just terrible. Peroxide blonde. And he goes in there. I mean, Carl, Hal Robson Kanu was, you know, had struggled. Is he Kanu's relation? No. I've always, see, I've always wondered, like, is he Kanu's relation? Nigerian. Well, Nigerian so, Welsh. So, yeah, it could There's be related to Kanu. could be related to Kanu. It doesn't mean that I'm being Fair xenophobic. Enough. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, Richard Hall of Gentleman Ultra with a few pearls about uh, what's happening at the Euro 2016. I think first of all on the uh, issue with Russia and, and England and the fans and the problems they've had, I think that it really is telling for Euro 2008. Uh, sorry, the World Cup in 2018. Um, some of the comments that have come out from the Russians have been quite diabolical in my opinion, and I think that when you look at the the disaster that happened in Orlando only recently, it's quite telling um, that the attitude of the the Russian authorities and the Russian um, FA, if you would. Um, t- towards the violence. I mean, we've got 150 organised fans that have actually trained for this and come over to the Stad Velodrome with one specific motive, and that's to fight the England fans. Um, you know, even though the English are, yes, they created hooliganism in, in some respects, um, these are different fans now. You know, they're very different fans, and the Premier League's a testament to that. Um, what happened after that? I think even if you've had trouble in the fans, and obviously there's there's not everyone is innocent on both sides. There are always going to be problems, but when you've got trained ultra groups coming over, it's very very um, telling of what they wanted to do, and I think they achieved that in some respects. Uh, I think that the comments afterwards, as I just said, after the, the violence and the killings in Orlando, to to talk about the fact that the French police are soft because they're too bothered with gay pride. 
Friday is absolutely outrageous. And I think even just as much so, I think uh, Igor Lebedev's comments on Twitter about the fact that, you know, he's praising the, the Russian ultras and he's a senior position. Uh, you know, this this guy has he, gone out and, and said, well done, lads, keep it up. I mean, what sort of message is that? Um, I think the fact that they've got a suspended sentence and 150,000 um, euro fine is probably not enough. Um, you know, the, how can these, this, they manage to host a World Cup? How can anyone send fans over there? Uh, you know, if the English fans aren't there, who's next? Who's the next people to go over? Who are the next people to get involved? Uh, will they turn the Germans? Who knows, you know? I mean, y- you can't hold a tournament under that shadow because there'll be more than 150 there and they'll all, there's more than, you know, the more trained violence, really. Um, so it's a sad, sorry situation. And I think that, although it's tough in some respects because not all Russian fans are like this, um, you know, even the slightest bit now should see that sentence... Um, put in force on a lighter note though with the Euros uh, just going on to Italy what a fantastic game that was last night in, in Lyon uh, Antonio Conte before this tournament I mean I personally thought that okay he I had an, an interview yesterday and I was saying that you know the only chance Italy have got is uh, if he does actually press and play the wide players uh, and really go because Belgium's full backs were always going to be weak uh, and that back well, back four with the, the BBC and obviously Buffon is is just so well oiled. I think last night what impressed me was not only the exemplary performance of Benucci, but also Buffon and how he defended in two different ways. He was uh, when they pushed up forward, he played he played like Manuel Neuer, being able to come out and, and act as a sweeper. And then he was so specialist in his zone. I've only really commanded the six yard box when they played five at the back. It's just fantastic defensive performance that we don't see from Italy, uh, don't see from any teams at the moment. And, what I think that's testament to in some respects is the fact that when you look at it, you've got four players who play together at national level, at club level. It's it's really difficult to get even a four that play for that long together at club level because of the money in the game and how quickly the players move around and how fast moving it is. But fantastic, fantastic um, goalkeeping performance, even though he only had three saves. The, the rest of his game was exemplary. Benucci, Chiellini, Brazagli, just unbelievable. And, you know, even you know, Giaccarini, uh, <laughs> what a game. Candreva again. It was a team performance. This is a collective win over individualism. You know, Belgium have probably got one of the most talented squad, uh, squads in the team, but they're not a team. And then Antonio Conte has, has worked his magic with this, and, and it's incredible. And we just keep getting different testaments over the season of how um, a teamwork can uh, overcome certain aspects. And this was another one of those. So, Italy, how far can they go? Difficult, you know, they should get out of the group now, three points is automatically, well, you think gets you out of the group pretty much, and you feel like they'll get something against Ireland or Sweden, but who knows, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic always has something to say against the Italians, um, scored with that amazing goal, of course, in 2004, the Irish have also beat the Italians back in 94, so there are omens, but realistically, you think that with a performance like that, Italy will be so buoyed now. And after that, you know, I mean, it depends who they get. Uh, it, it really does now. Um, this tournament's going to be an interesting one. There's, there's a lot of teams in who can surprise. There's a long way to go. I don't think the Italians themselves are getting overexcited as yet. But even so, it, it's been a fantastic, it was a fantastic game last night. And it was so unexpected that I think it was um, just a, a model of professionalism, of spirit, of passion. And, um, you know, I think that, with that attitude and a back defence like they have. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Graziano Pelle is going to be the new Salvatore Scalacci. Maybe not. We'll see. 
Love that. Pele to be the new Scalacci. <laughs> what a finish, though, by Pele, man. What, what, a, what, what, a, a, what volley. a volley. Yeah. Um, thank you to Richard Hall Ooh. of Gentleman Ultra. You can follow him at gentleman underscore ultra. And oh. uh, yeah, just. Uh, Euro 2016, man. What Marvel a at the swag. Man. But yeah, anyway, let's Are move you? on with the results. Um, Wales 2, Slovakia 1. Gareth Bale scores. Have we spoken about Wales? No, we, well, not really. Well, not really, yeah. But, uh, Gareth Bale with a, with a screamer. screamer of a free kick to give Wales a historic first win at the Euros. Funny enough, there's a Wales fan who slept throughout the game no. in the stadium. <laughs> there's a Wales fan who missed the historic moment that you his can't team, get that pissed before I came, man. That's how pissed he was. He was super drunk. Uh, Turkey 0, Croatia 1. Modric goal. Was it a Modric goal? It was a yeah, Modric, Modric goal. Another uh, volley from outside the another box. Another volley from yeah. outside the box. Uh, Poland uh, 1, Northern Ireland 0. Shame. Ireland 1, Sweden 1. People actually thought Sweden were going to rout Ireland. And they were shit. But how? I mean... Because you have people like Seb Larsson playing there. Ireland are good. Uh, Sonia has two messages for us. Sorry, Theo Mojo. Sonia says, guys, is it just me or was the English Russia game the most entertaining thus far? Hashtag entertained. Mm. Or, oh, guys, what is the appropriate way for legends such as Cristiano and Messi to end their careers? Go play in the MLS. Go bro. play in the MLS, fam. Go play in China. Mm, go, go play make, in China. Go make £500,000 a, a game. Yeah. And anyway, uh, you were saying Theo Mojo. I was just thinking that like, the Irish were, I mean, surprised. Where's Houlihan? Where's Houlihan was doing stepovers and looking like Neymar against Sweden. <laughs> what do they and call him? The, 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 the Irish Iniesta. <laughs> yeah. Where's Houlihan? And the, the boy was playing well. I couldn't believe it. I mean, Norwich City, I've not seen him play like that for Norwich City. Mm. And then you look at Zlatan. He even said it. He said Sweden lacked quality. Yeah. He, he, he was honest himself. And Kieran Clark getting the, an own goal. And unfortunately, but I mean, Northern Ireland were—I mean, Republic of Ireland were, were really great. Yeah, I just wish they'd start Robbie Keane instead of Jonathan Waters. I just don't see what. I, I don't even—I don't even know. It's what the does white, he do? It's the white hair, fam. You need to have that silver fox. He's wearing here. mercurial vapors. John Waters is wearing mercurial, mercurial vapors. vapors. He doesn't deserve, and it. he doesn't deserve. I deserve shame. Play Robbie Keane up front. And um, see how Rosie, Rosie says that was awesome. Thanks, football show CC. Really enjoyed our chat. We enjoyed having you on the show, Rosie. Thank you so much. And then Scantonto says, Theo Mojo is back and already dropping jewels, bombs, bars. Thank you, fam. Thank Thanks you, fam. very much, Scantonto. Scantonto. Anyway, what uh, did you think of the the Austria Hungary game, man? That was a, quite a last night. I thought. Bizarre for, game. For all, right? Bizarre game. For all the talent that, that, that Austria, Austria have, and for, for them to guard like that to Hungary was to, very bizarre. This but, is Hungary's first tournament in 30 years. Yeah. And, and then, they come in there, I mean, I don't know. And they take out Austria. Very, Austria David Alaba and Arnautovic, Arnautovic two standout yeah. names. Yeah, definitely. And you're thinking to yourself, this is a guaranteed three points. There's an article I was reading the other day, and they were talking about how David Alaba is the personification and embodiment of the 21st century footballer. They in said what sense? He is the most complete footballer in world football outside of the final third. Fair he enough. can play anywhere. Because he can. He can play center back, right back, left back, right back, left back, left back center, center midfield, center midfield. Right wing. <laughs> like, yeah, actually, he right. is, he's brilliant. He's actually an athlete. He's, he's an, an athlete. athlete. Yeah, he can play anywhere. And he takes, uh, he takes uh, free kicks. And he's 22. Real Madrid wanted him for 60 million, I think it was. He is worth every penny. You, David Alaba. You can't Nigerian descent, by the way. Really? Yes. He's, he's like Nigerian dad or something. Austria like that. has a lot of, uh, immigrant, you know, immigrant players. Yeah. I mean, with immigrant heritage. Yeah. You look at Arnautovic, I think he's from Bosnia. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, 
Selassie, Selassie, something Selassie, Hell Selassie from Ethiopia, mm-hmm. and a lot of. I mean, it's it's great to see this. This is why diversity works. This is why, why? opening yeah. your borders works. Yeah, because your football team not becomes walls better. In Mexico, yeah, guys like Albania mm-hmm. and the likes of that, and England. Open your borders up, man. <laughs> Open your borders up, fam. <laughs> fam. Yeah. Go out. Man's gonna come through. Man's will come through. They're fam. gonna go do that visa thing. <laughs> come through. <laughs> be a citizen. You got a bunch of Dele Alleys running around. Easily. There we Easily go. Dele Alleys. And then we forgot to talk about um Albania and Switzerland actually, where two brothers faced off. Uh, yeah, Shaka and Shaka. Shaka and Shaka. Yeah. And I wonder why he didn't play for Toulant, Shaka. Alba- Albania. Um, Cause that's I, his natural. That's his natural place. Yeah. I, I guess because so he's been in Switzerland here. for like a while. It's kind of shit. It's, it's pretty shit, yeah. yeah. But mm. uh, I think Arsenal fans, some of us who were watching, got a bit of a glimpse of the new Jesus. boy. He's got a bit of bite I about him. I feel the Arsenal Twitter burners just growing. And there's this pass though that he did with oh. his left foot. Oh, diagonal the pass. Man's quality though. He is quality. Can't, he can't. He is quality. And he got man of the match that game. As yeah, well. he did. He did indeed. Uh, let us move on to some transfers and s- some news. Oof. We've spoken about Russia. Russia I being feel, handed. You know when you, you've got like a sore throat yeah. and you've got an infection in your throat? Every time I yeah. hear Russia mm-hmm. and bands, these human beings, I don't even want to call them fans. They've these, got doping bands in athletics. They've got doping bands in athletics. Mm. Their president goes out, uh, president of the, of the football association yeah. says that the French police can't handle Russian fans because they're too used to policing gay pride, gay pride parades. Yeah. In the midst of probably one of the worst atrocities in 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 the world, yeah. okay, well, I would say in America, right? Yeah. Let's not say the world, but I mean, what kind of disgusting human being? And this Russian, and no one from the Russian FA has come out to say no. Zuyaba, Zuyaba, I don't know how mm. you pronounce the name. The captain mm. Mm. comes out there and says that this is a political, and it is political, and this is why people want Russia out the tournament. He didn't even say. Discredit the fans Yeah And there are a lot of CSK Moscow fans Zenit fans Who mm. have come in there They came through Austria, um, Switzerland supposedly mm. And Russia Did not flag Any single one Of those ultras And they are kicking The living shit <laughs> Out of black people <laughs> English fans Black and English fans mm. And anyone who is basically a decent human being in yeah. the streets of Marseille, now in Lille, yeah. and they need to be stopped. I think they should be disqualified. No, definitely. And the racism again. Again. And I think, I mean, to add on to that, I believe it, those comments essentially miss what, we, what people are trying to achieve with sport. You know, we, this is it's, a sport that completely we, we ostensibly or, you know, decide that we all love and that should transcend all boundaries of race, color, creed, blah, 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 blah. And then you come out and you say rubbish like this. I think it just sends us many, many years backwards. And it, it's and it comes half b- back to the days. I mean, when England got banned from Euro '92 for mm. the violence, I think they, they caused. Yeah. I mean, look at what's happened here. You've got these guys, and they get fined 150,000 euros. That's nothing for racism, mm. fireworks in a stadium, mm. and attacking fans. I mean, if you're there with your family, mm. imagine your two-year-old kid getting his head kicked in by a guy in, with a gum guard and <laughs> fucking tattoos all over his face. And that actually has a a, a video has surfaced of surfaced of them yeah, training. Yeah, the GoPro. Yeah, 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 yeah I've, I've seen, I've seen yeah. that one in the forest. Yeah, it's in the forest when they're training. They're training to go. To, to go you're 2016. You cannot. Tra- these are people from the front lines in Crimea who have gone, who've taken <laughs> leave to go and beat innocent people walking around trying to enjoy a football, and in, 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 and it's disgusting. It and last night there was problems again. Wales and England yeah. fans being attacked. It is time for UEFA to stand and. 
disqualify Russia from yeah. all football tournaments for the next 10 years. Yeah, true. Take the take the World Cup away, bring it to Zimbabwe. Yeah, but that take the World Cup away and bring it to Zimbabwe. Thank Rufaro you very much. Stadium. Rufaro right. Stadium, the home of football, the ceremonial home of football like in African Zimbabwe. Fo- yeah. African football. And then uh, last night, uh, reports emerged that Zlatan Ibrahimovic was said to have a medical at Man United in lieu of joining the Red Devils on a one-year deal. However, there now seems to be a rumor that the move might be hijacked by Bayern Munich. Uh, I, you know what? I've seen this Latin. This is going to be one of those. This is going to be another long transfer window. But I'm going to see. I don't see. I was excited, but after seeing him yesterday, the guy's 35. Let's give him He's a break. washed. He's washed. Mm. And we're bringing him here to have some Cantona esque revival of United. But Cantona wasn't 35. He wasn't 35. And he retired exactly. at 30. And we're bringing him here for a, image rights mm. and for selling a brand, mm. bringing two big brands together. Mm. And we want to sell this. Package Mourinho Zlatan Man United Man United Adidas, City Chevrolet. versus Adidas versus Nike Pep versus Mourinho yeah. and it's completely falling into this narrative of American complete trashy Sport, yeah. sporty crapness and mm. we should just look at bringing in a proper striker bring in Alvaro Morata 22 years old I think he's in 22 or 21 but is he really the answer he's I not mean, the answer he's but had a shit Euro, Euro he, well oh, one game's he, not enough first but of all he looks like a skinhead up front he needs to grow that hair back, <laughs> the hair back uh, yeah. but I don't see how why not I think there's not enough strikers available in the in the, yeah. in the world at the moment unless you're going a Lacazette or something but Zlatan for me doesn't seem like the complete package and he, we will have a problem. I don't want to see another Falcao. A Falcao ting, bruv. I don't want to <laughs> see that Falcao ting. Man is a fraud, man. And speaking of United, the class of 92 legend uh, David Beckham, and essentially the god of all attractive man swag, has joined the chorus of people singing praises for Jose Mourinho on how they can't wait to see him in action at United. Yeah, we're tired of that. Who else? Who and then else? Ronald Koeman confirmed as Everton manager. Shane Long risks the wrath of Southampton fans by suggesting that... He is moving Ooh, to... Did you see Otto Borach's tweet? What did he say? He says... Uh, what is it? Something He quoted um, Kuman's tweet about him saying, this is not about money. Mm. This is all about Southampton. What, 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 what. And he went out and sent this. And I, this was literally a minute after he, mm. he signed for Everton. And uh, I guess there's no love lost there. No love lost there. Why, why do players do this? Are we, I, I don't know. I don't are know. You, is it okay to just burn bridges? Is it like a... Perhaps it is. Eh? Perhaps that's what... Is this the new age sportsman? Is this, this what he is does? This is what we've seen now. Especially yeah. in the, in the, with yeah. the advent of social media, this is part of what's happening. New Man City signing IK Gundogan arrived at their much-vaunted academy on crutches. <laughs> uh, 21 million pounds. But he does oh, say he'll be fit by... By September. Yeah. Funny he, how Pep Guardiola always signs the same player first. Eh? He likes that register player. That, yeah. Uh, they, control. Right? Yeah, he wants control. the guy who, who's got the control, the architect. The Thiago. Who, he signed Tiago yeah, uh, Alcantara Bayern, as well yeah. at Bayern, first thing. Mm. And, and then he signed uh, Alonso. Alonso yeah. as well when he got there. But this is, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, hopefully, if he's fit, mm. I think it's going to be Gundogan and, uh, I don't know, big Delph? signing in. <laughs> Delph <laughs> Delph and Gundogan <laughs> Access in midfield I yeah. don't think so I think he's going to sign I think he'll get Thiago Alcantara From Bayern Munich I, I wouldn't be surprised I He loves him I wouldn't be surprised him. either uh, And then West Ham To be offered Berahino In straight swap With Sako Apparently But why Berahino man West Ham are big t- They're doing big things They're yeah. now in In, in the, in the well, Olympic 60, stadium They've got yeah. signed Sofian Fogouli from, from, from Valencia mm. For free though for, Was it a free? Yeah it was a free transfer Yeah 
Jeez. Uh, there's a number of clubs I would have loved to sign that guy. I mean, and they've also got uh, big sponsorship deals. They could be looking, doing better. Yeah, and then um, Gareth Bale has not backed down from his comments and instead insisted that no England player would get into the Wales this, squad. This is uh, putting a cat amongst the pigeons. Here, it yeah. is indeed, it is indeed. And then the Barclays Premier League fixtures have been announced. Finally. And this is what we should expect on the 13th of August. Um, Arsenal versus Liverpool on the first day. Wow, tough one. Jurgen Klopp, Arsene Wenger. Arsenal have had a home fixture in 18 of the last 25 Premier League seasons. No favoritism there. Bournemouth take on Man United in the first day. Burnley versus Swansea City. 6-0. 6-0 United. Bournemouth have just stayed eh, with the Eddie Howe. They've managed yeah, to just Yeah, it just looks like survive. they're going to be... Uh they're going to be happy with him, I guess. I mean, and everyone got more job. TV money. Yeah. So I mean, everyone got a minimum of 100 million or yeah, something like that. Minimum, baba. Yeah. Chelsea versus West Ham. That should be a tough that one. That should be a good one. Yeah. Uh, it's a baptism of fire for Antonio Conte, I think. Mm. Crystal Palace take on West Brom. Everton take on Tottenham. That's another tasty one. New uh, Ronald, Ronald Koeman. It's a battle of the Dutchman. Jeez, yeah, no, 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 it's no. going to be uh, Koeman versus as, Pochettino. As Pochettino, sorry, no, not a Dutchman. And Spurs are playing all their Champions League games in the at Wembley you now. Really, getting more t- more of that TV money, more revenue as but well. But that didn't work out too well for Arsenal when they did play at Wembley. I think 2001, 2002. Oh, they lost. Of the, what was what was that? Were they were they was it construction? Just, no, no, just for like more, more fans money. into the oh. stadium. Yeah, it didn't really work out in terms of atmosphere. I guess because you need to fill it up. You need seventy thousand yeah. people to get there. First. And defending champions, uh, Leicester City travel to House City on the first day of the season oh, to easy, start easy their game. title defense. Man City take on Sunderland. Pep is gonna go to the northwest. In his first game, Tyneware. <laughs> Tyneware, he's going to face Allardyce. Yeah. It's be Funny enough, speaking of like English Premier League football and stuff like that, Gundogan was speaking about how he can't wait to play at Stoke. Really? Because on a cold night at Stoke, so he did it's, say it that. It seems ingrained in every football in every player football, in Europe yeah. that you need to, t- to make taste your, yourself at Stoke. Ta- taste yourself yeah. at against Stoke. But they're, they're a different outfit from the days of Danny Higginbottom. And um, what's the guy Rory we Delap. Rory Delap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Middlesbrough take on Stoke and uh, Southampton versus Watford. Yeah, and then now, in some local PSL news, Orlando Parrots are on the verge of appointing... Or actually, they have since confirmed that uh, Musin Etugral is their new coach. Seemingly meaning that uh, Eric Tinkler's reign and tenure as the big cheese for the at the Bucks has come to an end. Now, bizarre. Bizarre. Bizarre sign. And bizarre. I, I will agree with Durak Jesus here every day of the week. Why is there this preoccupation with appointing physical education teachers from true. Eastern Europe, from bloody Eastern uh, Europe, Uzbekistan, from Uzbekistan, man. to come here and coach us football? We have more <laughs> technically astute, technically Bro. aware, qualified people. Benny McCarthy saying, has just that's exactly Benny it. McCarthy has just completed his UEFA B A license. He was in Northern Ireland uh, there with Mido and yeah. a number of Harry Kuehl and mm. all these guys. They're playing there, and he has done so well. Going out there, completing this. Give him He's a chance. sitting there. Give him a chance. Give, him a Give chance. it to Benny McCarthy. Ah, Why man. do you have to always get I mean, these washed up look at European shitty coaches? Points per match. Me off. Points per match in like however many games he's had that as a coach. 1.40. A 37.4% win rate. Honest. Oh my God. Trophies won. Zero. Clubs managed. F- SV Mattisburg. Whoever knows where that is. Ismail in Egypt. Axe Cape Town. Kaiser Chiefs. Sivaspor in Turkey. What? What are you doing, Chiefs? I mean, Pirates. We need to change our mindset. You as cannot Africans. allow this. Why are we being colonized in football as well? Again, uh, it's we so can't. And also, I mean, we, uh, someone made a good point saying in Ghana as well, Nigeria. Yeah. When you're getting these coaches in, they don't even live in the country. They're they flying from Europe. They're not watching local games. Mm. They're watching from the from TV, streaming games live. You know, you can't be. What is this? 
Get your shit together. It's disgusting. And hire local coaches. Anyway, and then Fatma Samba Diouf Samura has been confirmed as the FIFA Secretary General after oh, she yes. went through some vetting process and uh, she speaks French, English, Spanish, and Italian. Uh, and maybe this is why Tokyo Sehwale didn't, you know, make the cut. Because she speaks five languages. Because she speaks like five languages. Yeah. And uh, despite having wooed Don Gian, Gianni Infantino with the trip to Robin Island to show him his struggle Shame, credentials. Man. Yeah, you tried though. Sorry, Tokyo, you tried. And then Septic Bladder has, of oh. all people, has come out to say that he witnessed with his own eyes fixed draws for UEFA competitions. This, this man is Bladder this said the UEFA dudes used to use cold and hot balls to rig draws. Hmm. Look, I did see a video of the UEFA draw yeah. where Zanetti is look. He's he's they're putting he's the balls there, around, yeah? and then he grabs. He goes to like this a small small bunch of them. But it's mm. I mean, it's, why is it only coming out now? A small bunch of balls. Yeah, he's holding balls and just. T- Holding them in his hands, warm and cold ones, supposedly. But why is it only coming out? Why didn't he say things when he was still head of head of the FIFA? Anyway, uh, our favorite father of doping, Dr. Fuentes, was cleared of charges by a Spanish court related to doping. The 211 blood bags involved in the case have, however, been retained as evidence by the Spanish authorities. And staying in Spain, Barcelona have agreed to pay a fine of four and a half million US dollars to avoid jail time for director Sandro Rosell and Bartolomeu. In relation to irregular tax practices connected to the purchase of Neymar three or four years ago now, they called it a tax error. Yes. Oh yeah, just a slight tax. tax. Sorry, sorry, Spanish government. We just more, tried to defraud you. More, more than a club. And yeah. now to wrap up, let us get into our favorite, our favorite, favorite segment. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is brilliant. Uh, I, I love for this the laundromat. Anyway, Yogi Yogi Love, uh, the German coach, obviously oh. our wolf of the week. More videos have since surfaced of him scratching his gonads and then sniffing them. He Scratch puts, and sniff. He puts his Scratch hand inside his pants. Yeah. And then he sniffs. But you know what? Fair enough. Podolsky I, even said, who doesn't do that? Who d- do you do that? Do you scratch your balls and sniff them? It's a hum- I'm a human man. Do you scratch them and sniff them? I didn't intentionally do you sniff them. Do you, s- it's do you just, sniff? That's disgusting I even sniff. for Duncan. Yes. Do you sniff It them? happens. Oh, wow. It's Maybe it's just a, something about a man doing that to make sure that you know everything's still going around. Disgusting. And then Antonio Conte suffered a nosebleed while celebrating Italy's win over Belgium, that's who are passion, ranked man. number one in the world. Why are Belgium ranked number one anyway? Anyway, that's another story. But anyway, that's 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 Passion. La Passion. And then in other disturbing 2022 World Cup news, a Dutch woman who was raped in Qatar... Has been convicted Christ. for adultery. This is the country that is going to host 2020. I mean, what are she we was what? raped. She was raped, right? And they accused Can her of having sex outside of her oh marriage. God. 2022 World Dear Cup God. is going to be so much fun. 2018 and 22 World Cups. They are, sold them. It seems like hell on earth. Yeah. And then uh, Ozan Turfan is a close second in our Wolf of the Week poll. He has basically been blamed by Turkish media for their defeat to Croatia after he can be seen sorting out his hair in the build-up to Luka Modric's <laughs> goal. You gotta, you gotta take you care gotta of your love time. Turkish, Turkish fans, extreme zealots. Yeah, and then a Wales fan managed to sleep through the entire Wales match. We have spoken about that. And then, yes, the Cleveland Cavaliers finally go on back over the Golden State Warriors with a victory over their more illustrious opponents in their own backyard. How unlikable is Draymond Green? What did Draymond, Draymond Green do? That he's an great. asshole. He's just a he's dick. dick he's a dick. Yeah. And then Iranian goalkeeper has been given a six-month ban for wearing SpongeBob SquarePants. I, I think that's pants. just come on. You can't even give Russia a ban for beating people up, but you're making people ban for six pants. months for being oh, SpongeBob pants. Yeah, look, what do you do, fam? What do you do? 
Anyway, this has been It's been enjoyable. It's man. been an enjoyable show, it's been a great man. Show. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on the Football Show. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our guests, Rosella Marai and the Richard Ultra. Hall from Gentleman Ultra. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Download the podcast. Do everything that you need to do. And remember, be kind to strippers. All boobs matter. And follow us for the, only, for the best place to follow Euro 2016. Follow us. The follow us, show. man. And Make uh, sure you follow us on Twitter. May the swag be Always with you. Always be with you, child. This is CliffCentral.com.